Good morning. Man, I'm over here just, just to watch your students walk out. Jesus. I love you guys. Uh, God's word tells us in the ch- in chapter two of of the book of Acts, He says, "In the last days, I will pour out um, mm, 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 my spirit. Your kids will speak um, my word. Your children will speak my word." Your children will will receive dreams. Will receive will receive dreams. Dreams. Your children will see visions, and we're watching your children walk in that. To see the Holy Spirit poured out on your kids, and your kids are speaking His word. This is crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, bear with me. Um, we're in week two, and join me, okay, it's what? Hearing God's voice. Um, Gen Z wants Jesus. Gen Z wants God. <laughs> I was, a couple of years ago, I was grieved because of just the stuff we were seeing about Gen Z was confused about who they were and whatever else. And guys, we've, we have seen this and we're just like, God, what is going on to the world? Okay, our kids are confused about whatever. God, what are you doing? And I really could, could, could um, God spoke to me uh, in that moment. And uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about God speaking to you, okay, today. But God spoke to me, and He just said, "I'm not intimidated, because when it gets d- d- darkest, and when I come in, those kids will hold me and will not let me go." I believe that word, you know, for this for this generation. That. Parents, right now is the time for you to believe and hold that God speaks. Because your kids need, and it's okay, I'm here, I got it. Your kids need, I know you guys are thinking, he's going to fall, bro. Somebody's going to have to raise him up from the grave. Holy Spirit, start to move up in this place. Nah, man, I see it, bro. Kids in chapel are like, 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 like constantly just like, Chris, like God's speaking to us. But then you just start to get here, and we're just like, no, don't die, you know. Uh, <laughs> so... Where was I at even? You know, I don't even know. Something about Jesus probably. No. Um, Gen Z wants God to touch them and God to speak. And see, back in the day, back in the youth group days for me, it was like this. Ready? Welcome to Resonate Reverent or whatever the youth group was called. We got some six skateboards to give away. Where's your raffle ticket? Who won it? Three, six, four. Awesome, dude. John three sixteen. All right, all right. See you later, guys. Pizza. (laughs) 
Oh no. Gen Z, your kids today want real. If God is, if the God of the Bible is real, like tell me about it, but I want to see it. If God is real, I want God to touch me. God is real, I want him to speak directly to my situation. I want to feel God. See, back in the day, uh, 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 in youth group and church, pastors would tell me, with, with good reason, like, it is not about feeling God. Right? Uh, it's about you walking in truth, even if you don't. And I agree with that still. Still agree with that, that you will at times feel like God's far away. But hey, check me out. Your desire to feel God, we will not rebuke that. Your hunger to be like, God, can you speak to me? God, please touch me today. Church, uh, bless you. God bless you. Uh, church, we have seen. I have seen in church God do miracles. Miracles. That one day, that people will give their testimony, but we'll tell you, but one day at church, God just right to me and I just gave it all up and he healed me like these these miracles and we've seen God do that in in youth group because there is a lot of uh, faith in the room people will 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 want and will believe for God to do that and Jesus he went to his town that he was uh he was he was uh raised in which was what and Nazareth right and here's what the Bible tells us is that he could he couldn't do a lot of miracles there because of their what? Disbelief. Isn't that crazy? So today, church, can we just like believe today? If you're like battling some stuff, could you believe that God wants to heal and speak to that today? Can we believe that together? Even just today, uh, this um, um, morning, I usually go to the bathroom, you know, whatever, and I talk to God. Sorry, is that TMI? We all use the bathroom in here, so stop. We all use the bathroom, okay? And it's where I talk to God a lot. You know, I'm sorry, Brad, again, you know. It's always like a couple of stuff where we're like, Chris will be back in a year. We're going to work on him a little bit more. So, um, I was in the bathroom talking to the Lord. And I just was, was so just like em, 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 um, emotional because God... Like, how did I get here? Like, you've been faithful to me. Like, how am I even here still? Like, have y'all ever just, like, really chilled and just been like, how am I still here? Like, God, you have been faithful to my life. Like, man, like, we're still breathing. We're still here. He's still, he's got a purpose, okay, for you. God is faithful, man. And that just, that got to me to, uh, this morning today. Today we're going to talk about God speaking, all right, but you what? Listening and hearing, right? So have y'all been to church before? You know, we just kind of talked about it where you knew like that sermon was for me. Like God spoke to me directly. We were just talking about that and then he spoke the same thing that we were just reading and talking about. Like what the heck? Like God is trying to communicate to me, right? Have y'all ever been there before? Hello, can you talk to me for a second? You're like reading your phone. Uh, The verse of the day, What? We just talked about this, God. You confer in the Bible? Yeah, he speaks through the Bible. Hello, read the Bible. God will speak to you. Come on, it's not that hard. Okay. I want God to speak to me. Hello? 
Hello. Bible. Yeah, mom, come on. I know my mama's voice. That's right. Praise the Lord Jesus in this congregation. Yeah. Come on, mom, bring that Pentecostal stuff up in here. <laughs> I'm a Baptocostal, okay? You know, I was raised in a bunch of different uh, stuff. You know, I'm a kind of a spiritual, um, um, like spiritual um, mutt, right? Like, what are you, Chris? I don't know. Do I believe in the Bible that it's God's truth? But I believe in the Holy Spirit and he can move and he can do whatever he wants to. I believe that God can speak and move and heal and restore. I believe in the whole thing that the Bible talks about. I believe in it. I don't hold to stuff that's like, well, he did this back in the day, but today, no, you just got to like read the Bible and figure it out for yourself. Oh, I need somebody to tell me how to walk this out. What are you saying that God isn't still speaking? Come on, man. I need God to speak to me or else we're doomed. And we'll talk about that. <sighs> Man, can I get some water up in here or something? Because I'm about to get some cardio. For real. And y'all, have y'all got a word before where you were like, that word was not for me? <laughs> yeah? I rebuke you, Satan. Please don't speak that over my life. Uh-uh. Right. Okay, back in Bible school. Okay, if y'all went to Bible school, put up your hands. Okay. There's some trauma in this potentially. Yeah. <laughs> So I had some buddies who were kind of studs, you know, like basketball stud and love Jesus and would worship. And the girls would always say, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. All right, whatever. I'm like, all right, calm down. And I had this one buddy named Dre, and he was very tall and good at basketball and super godly. And this dude had girls come up to him. (laughs) Hold on. The girls would say to him, God told me you're my husband. If you want 0% chance of that working out, just repeat that. G- guys and girls, God told me that you're my husband. You're going to get them scared. Like, God didn't tell me that. <laughs> See, I rebuke that because I don't want to marry you. <laughs> hey, God, please, why are you speaking? <laughs> no, God did not tell you that it's, it is your own heart speaking to you. Okay, you want that. <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> um. See, uh, God's spirit has been a, div- a divisive topic in the church. That's sad. The very one Jesus gave to bring unity is the one that the devil's using to bring division. <sighs> Why? Why is this happening? Because... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm Baptocostal. I was thanking my brother. Praise God for Pastor Brad. You need your water. You need Jesus' water, but you also need some water, water. Or else you're going to die. <laughs> you, know? you got to drink this. Mm. I better be, uh, you know, intelligent after this one. Smart. Mm. Give me that. So, um, we've seen in churches, right, the people with the gift of teaching. All, everybody come in and chill out over here. Gift of teaching. We're going to call ourselves the whatever, okay? We're this. People who got the gifts of faith and, and who like prayer warriors and who believe and watch God do miracles and they be like, man, this person's dead. We're going to pray for them to be back to life because the word of God talks about it. We're going to all chill out over here. When Jesus, when the spirit gave the giftings for the whole church in that city, for one church to have all the giftings together. And I, it is the devil's work, I believe, where he's like, we're cool with these three giftings, but y'all, no, nah, we don't need that anymore. We're good. 
or you guys uh, don't believe in God, stop moving, you guys are wrong. And we have, we have, we have, uh, we have demonized each other because we do not get each other. Just because you haven't received that gift, guess what? It was given to that person to teach you to be like, you, you, you need each other. In Yenga's word, it says, the hand cannot tell the foot, I don't need you. Because it's all a part of the body, right? So we need in one body the teachers and we need the people who pray with it. I guarantee you, if you're sick, you will not go to the person who does not got the gift of 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 like, God's gonna heal you, right? You will go to that person who's like, right now we're gonna pray for the full healing of God. And like, please pray for me, right? Okay? We give a lot of grace to people who walk out their, their, their giftings, right? If you receive the gift of teaching, we give a lot of grace for people like me right now, even right, we're giving me grace right now. I'm gonna probably, I don't know, yeah, I kinda, yeah, I might straddle like, the line sometimes, okay? <laughs> We give grace to people working their gifting out. Why don't we give grace to people who have that faith, you know, for God to heal? And to, and to just pray, hey, even if it doesn't come, does not, does not, does not mean that, that that gifting is not there. You work it out. You learn. You walk it out. And I think the devil, he knows this, Right? See, we are in the, in the Baptist churches, in the Pentecostal, in the Hispanic, and the, and the uh, Chinese churches, and the black churches, and whatever churches, right, we've been in. Um, they all believe this one thing, uh, uh, the devil speaks. All that will agree on that, though. The, the devil can give you doubts, and he can, give you, and he can deceive you, and he can get you in your head, but the Holy Spirit speaking, what? What? So you believe... Devil speaks, but Holy Spirit doesn't speak, or it's kind of different. No. And that doctrine is, I think the devil would want you to believe that. I speak, but Holy Spirit just giving you words and stuff. Eh. Be careful for that one. And we're going to talk about testing the spirits, okay? You don't just receive a word because, because a person told you, God told me this, right? No, no way, right? See, the devil talked to Jesus in the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Jesus was baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist, and the, and the word says the Spirit of God came upon him, right? And here's what it tells us in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Can you all join me with this? Ready? Join me. And Jesus, what? Full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was what? Led Okay, pause real quick. If Jesus, God's son, had to be what? Led by the Spirit, so do you. Period. If Jesus, God's son, had to be led by the Spirit, then you do too. Ready? Continue on. Join me. For 40 days being tempted by the devil, and he ate what? Nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was what? Understatement. I go a day and I got to tell like, like, like wifey over here, babe, I'm hangry right now. So just be careful. And, she, and her too, though. She be getting sharp with me. Like, we need to pray for you. For, just because you're hungry don't mean that you ain't spirit. Come on, baby. Come on. We, uh, we get angry. Yeah, we do. We're, we're, we are all human and we need God to continue to work on us. 
But Jesus was hungry, starving. And the devil comes in, and here's what he tells him. Ready? Check this out. The devil what? Said to him, if you are the son of God, he comes at his what? He comes at his identity. Command this stone to become bread. And they go back and forth using God's word. See, the devil, he knows God's written word, right? And he'll use it and he'll twist it. And if you don't know God's written word, Jesus did, he combated it with his written word, then you're going to be easy target. You need to read the Bible. You need to get it in your soul, okay? And here's what it says in verse 13. And when the devil had what? Hended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. In the Gospels, here's what we read, okay? In Matthew chapter, chapter, chapter 16, it, it, it reads this, ready? From that time, Jesus began to what? Show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. He told them, here is the reason why I came. Here is why I came. And check this out. Just before this, just before this, like right before this, he came to Peter and he came to John and James and his people. And he said, who do people say that I am? And they were like, some people say John the Baptist came back and uh, Elijah. And it's like, who do you, who do you say that I am? Peter's like, you're the, you're the Messiah. You are God's son. You're the one, right? And he said, blessed are you, Jonah, whatever his name is. And he says, you will be called Peter for with this rock, I will build my church upon this rock and the gates of hell will not prevail. Peter's testimony was that rock, that Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Christ. And see, just when he was done calling Peter the rock, I mean, imagine getting called the rock by Jesus. Peter like, hey, John, did y'all hear that? He called me the rock. He called me the rock. Rock, rocky. And he was kind of rocky because he pulled out the sword and he chopped that that dude's ear. Yeah, okay. Peter was kind of gangster a little bit, okay? So he tells them what, he's, what he will do, and here's what comes right after this. Check this out. Ready? And Peter took him aside, and he began to rebuke him. Dang, Peter, you're getting bold, bro. You the rock now, so you're going to rebuke Jesus? He said, he said this, get over here, Jesus, get over here. Like, like we got to help these dudes get this because you're kind of putting some doubts in their hearts. Like, Come here. He said, this shall never happen to you. What did what did the word tell us when 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 the devil was 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 done with with the temptations, to return at an opportune time, right when he tells his people who are tightest with with Jesus about what he's about to do, why he came, his own buddy Peter, who he just called the rock, tells him this: "This shall never be far be it from you." And here's what Jesus Jesus tells him: Ready? Check this out. But he turned and joined me and said to Peter. Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. The root of demonic uh, work, uh, the root of the devil's work in your life, his thoughts, is he wants to get you to set your mind on the things of man and not on the things of God.
that very work. If you want to defeat what the devil wants to do in your life, guess what? Give your yes to God. Your yes to God is your, is your, is your no to the devil. He wants you to stay here all consumed with your own life. And, you know, I'm stressed and he's tempting me. And God, can you help me over here? He's like, get out of there. Come to me. God, I said, yes, you. it is not, my, it is not um, my will, but your will be done, God. And Jesus tells you to pick up your what? Cross daily. See, when we, uh, if you hear that word, it's like, pick up your cross for my whole life. That's tough. That's a long life. Daily, just pick up your cross. It is a joy to deny yourself because what you were walking right with, 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 with the devil's you know, temptations and you said yes to yourself, it didn't bring you what you wanted it to bring you. But denying yourself, walking in what God wants for you brings you true joy, true power, true freedom. Deny yourself. It is not my will, but yours be done. <sighs> so... Uh, Jesus, and this truth got me hard, got me just super um, really um, touched to, uh, yesterday because, because Jesus is in the garden, and right before he's about to go to the cross, he's in the garden of Gethsemane, and he's praying. This is the weakest Jesus he's been in his whole life. He's so weak. And he's crying out to God, and he's, and he's got drops of blood sweating right here, right? Drops of blood. He's in, he's in just despair. And, and here's what Jesus tells the Father. Ready? Check this out. Join me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but you will. Right there is where, the, is where Jesus defeated the devil. Right there. And I love how, Pat, how Mel Gibson in The Passion puts it. If y'all watched that you know, movie before, it starts, like the whole movie starts off with that scene. And it's this beautiful picture where the devil's there. Jesus, he's like talking to the Father, and he's just, he's just telling lies. Like, like he's, 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 he's speaking to Jesus like, one man cannot, cannot bear this it's impossible for you to bear this. You cannot do this, Jesus. And Jesus, in the movie, you see a serpent coming down. It gets to Jesus, and Jesus stands up, and he just stomps on the serpent, and he goes to the cross. And that is my king. He was the groom we needed. In the garden of Eden with Eve, her groom, which was? Adam, he should have grabbed the serpent when he was talking to her and cut off his head right there. Right? Come here, babe, let's go. Right? He should have been like, slaughtered there with blood spurs. Like, right? No, he didn't do that, though. Jesus, though, Jesus, he did. He grabbed the serpent and like, shut your mouth for good. See, the devil has no power in your life. He has zero authority. He only, he's only got the authority you give to him if you partner with him. He only has the authority you give to him. He doesn't have power. Jesus conquered him. Done. It's, it's game. It's a wrap. All right? And so you win daily when you tell God, yes, your will be done in my life. 
10, when God saw uh, um, his, his first, first person, which was Adam, right? He said, we need you a helper. And he formed who? Eve. And here's what's cool about the Spirit of God is Jesus gives the Spirit to be the, uh, the bride of Jesus right here, your helper. So now Eve gets a helper. The bride of Jesus right here gets a helper. Here's who this Spirit is. Ready? Check this out. In John 14, uh, join me. Ready? But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. He's your helper, he's your teacher, and he will what? Remind you what Jesus told you. Okay? And we're going to continue. But look, how cool would it be if Jesus like, like just like walked in here? Like, like of the real Jesus, of the, not Jonathan, Jonathan Rumi of the chosen Jesus, but the real Jesus, he walked in here. Would you guys worship him? Would you guys give your stuff? Be like, it's all for you, Jesus. I hope so, right? It's Jesus. I mean, what could be better than Jesus? Like, there is nothing better. Like, Jesus walking in here, we'd be like, no, we're going to stay here for weeks, right? It's going to be a revival. We're going to stay. We're worshiping. I don't care. Here's what Jesus tells us in John chapter, chapter 16. Ready? But in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, uh, then I will what? Send him to you. Wait, what could be? No, Jesus, there's nothing better than you. He says, actually, there is. When I go, the advocate. In the Greek, here's what that word means. Ready? Check this out. In the Greek, it's, it's the word parakletē, which means comforter or encourager or counselor. Your comforter, your encourager, your counselor. And, and, and not only that, the spirit is the gift. Check this out. Ready? Join me. Peter said to them, repent and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. He gave you this gift. Jesus was so, so, so stoked to leave. He's like, I can't wait to leave because when I go, I'm going to give you this gift. You have never, never walked in this before. This is a whole different thing. And would that we receive the gift with honor with a welcome to the church. The Holy Spirit is, 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 is supposed to be the church's best, best friend. Holy Spirit, we need you. We welcome you. He isn't just the gift. Uh, the Spirit is your power. Check this out. Ready? Man, we get, you know, the Bible. Come on, it's right here. You can't disagree. It's in the Bible. Come on. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Continue on. He's your power. Check this out. John chapter 16. However, when he, see the Holy Spirit is, is not an it. It's not like a, he's an it. It's an it. Holy Spirit is an it. No, it's a he. He's God. He's God the Spirit in you. He is God. He. He. When he, the Spirit of what? He doesn't just tell you what's true. He is truth. He's the Spirit of what's true. You, you, you want this teacher in your life, right? Has come. He will what? 
guide. He's your guide. You into all truth, for he will, will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you what? Things to come. See, the Holy Spirit, where, all right, currently Jesus, he is, is right now with the Father in heaven, right? At his right hand, and he's seated, and the Holy Spirit is right there. And he's to the church, right here. Boom, to the church. So, Holy Spirit is, what? Our power, comforter, encourager, counselor. He's our what? The helper. He is, he is our reminder. He's the spirit of truth. He's our guide, and he will speak. If the Holy Spirit is your teacher, your guide, your comforter, your counselor, and he don't talk, we're lost. We're lost. It, have, y'all, have y'all been to school before? And your teacher's like, welcome to geometry. Here's your book, chapter one. Please read that today and do the questions. See you later. That is what I call a, a self-taught course. And in, 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 in that time, we get the kid who's kind of a little bit on, on the, like the dirty side, but he's brilliant, right? Maybe during like, like recess, he was picked like last, you know? But when it's test week and the teacher's like, test partners for this week, he is the first round draft pick of like, no, no, cute girl, come here, let's go, come on. Buddy up for the test, me and you, like he, right? See, we, we sometimes, right, we come to, the, to, to God's word and you read it without the Holy Spirit. Or you're content with, I gotta figure this out. Teachers over here are really genius, can you tell me what this means, and, right? And yet, Jesus gave you a teacher and a person to recall to you what Jesus told you, yet you do not come to him and say, teach me. We think the Trinity is the Father, the Son, right? The Holy Bible. But it's the Holy Spirit. Now, this is God's word. This tells about Jesus, who Jesus will be, what he did, and people who watched it, like, wrote it down. This is the truth. But guess what? It It comes to life when the Holy Spirit, like when he wields it. See, in the Bible, this word is called the sword of the Spirit. It is not your sword. Give him his his sword back. The Holy Spirit wields and he cuts through your heart and he's like. So I started in Genesis this year and I got to week three and it's been dry, right? A dry time. And have y'all had dry, uh, 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 dry bread before? Yeah. yeah, I don't like this. Like one day I was just like, God, I'm not getting, like, what, like where are you? Like teach me, please. And so one day I was just like, Holy Spirit, please speak to me today. And the passage which I read was, like, was a psalm and the Lord just speaking straight to my, to my life. And I started to cry because it was like word for word what my, my struggle was. Um, um, have y'all been there before, right? We're just like, oh my gosh, this is directly to me. See, God's word, it's possible to read it and you not use the, and you not, and you're not inviting the Spirit to teach you. When people go to schooling to learn more about the Bible, you could, you could, you could know more about the Bible, right? 
but come back not spiritually mature. Because the Bible wasn't designed to like be known or be or be or to be mastered. It was designed to when you read it, you said there's a God who wants to be my my master. Whoa, you're real? No way. God, I just want you. God, I seek your face. Like, God's word tells you to seek him out, to wait on him. And we could read that and be like, Amen, praise God. And then but then not like walk it out. But you will see the power in it when you walk it out and, you're, and God becomes real to you. See, God tells us that, that, that faith comes by hearing, but hearing of the word of the Lord. So the point of the Bible is to read it and then be like, and to start takes, taking steps toward the real Jesus, right? Here's what Jesus talks about with the Bible to the religious folks, all right? Jesus, he tells us, tells us this. He was telling these you know, you know uh, super intelligent religious folk, the chief priests and the Pharisees, right? He says, you guys search, ready to join me. You search the scriptures because you think that they give you eternal life. But the scriptures point to me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. See, the point of the Bible is Jesus is king. No way. I need to go back to this. Wait, he's what? He's more? God, are you serious? This is amazing. Wait, he's also that? No way, God, I love you. Okay. We hear many voices, right? Did you know that you're a spirit? You got a body? You're a spirit. You speak, right? Your body doesn't speak, but it's you who's speaking, right? Your body, your body doesn't tell you what to say. You tell your body, use your tongue. All right. So, but God tells us to test the spirits, which means that spirits speak, right? So check this out. Ready? <clears throat> it says, join me. Ready? Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but what? Test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. How do you test the spirits? Here's three ways that you can do that. Ready? One. Join me. Ready? Does it align with his written word? Okay? If a person tells you a word, but it isn't in parallel to God's written word here, then it ain't God. Which means you got to read about like Jesus. He knew God's word to where when the devil came in, when he spoke, because he will speak, he knew lie, no, half truth, wrong, that was back then. Here's what God says. Got you. Does it fit God's character? Uh, 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 Brad kind of talked about, talked about this this past week. Does it sound like Jesus? Does it feel like Jesus? Is that, is that Je- like, would Jesus tell me that? Were you just kind of chilling, just like Cheerios, watch, and then you just, you just, boom, go and pray for that person? What? Follow me, Jesus. And third, what is the fruit of that spirit? Okay. See, here we don't purposely, I think, want to deny the Holy Spirit or want to quench the Spirit, church. I think we want him, right? We just watch through the Bible how the Spirit is real. He's a speaker. He wants to teach you. He wants to guide you, right, to counsel you. But we sometimes feel uncomfortable, baby, right? I'm not comfortable because I've seen churches do some stuff and I'm like, yeah. 
back at Bible school, I was uncomfortable my first day at school because we joined together before your parents um, bring you to school. We get this communion time together. It's a beautiful worship time with your parents and you. And it's like the, the, the passing of the torch to the school. And I watched this kid in the first row with his parents with him. And the whole, like, you know, school was just like this, you know, like, worshiping God, like, this dude was like this. And I was like, I was like, is that real? Like, but I didn't build the wall up. I said, hold on a second, we're gonna watch this. And the fruit, he was loving God. In the Bible, you see people dancing before the Lord. See, we're cool with the Spirit of God doing some cool stuff and stuff in Zimbabwe and China and be like, man, the Holy Spirit is moving over here. Like, you should have seen it. God was raised people from the dead to heal people. Oh my gosh. But we get back to the States and we're like, I'm offended by that because culturally it doesn't fit us. The Spirit is not a culture. The Spirit is a part of the kingdom. He's not a culture. So before you, 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 uh, you, put up a wall before you do that, see the fruit. Hold on. Is there love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, what? Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Is Jesus being talked about? Is his word being preached? Just because you have not walked in it does not mean it's not God. Just because you're not comfortable, guess what? Your comfortability is not God. We can be like, I'm not comfortable, and because I'm not comfortable, I'm going to demonize that. They did that to Jesus. Do you know how weird Jesus was? Jesus was weird to the people who were like the chief, right? The chiefs and the, right? Like, Jesus, who gave you this authority? Like, why are you doing all this? Like, stop, right? Jesus, he purposely did stuff too. He has healed people before, right? Jesus, he's healed a lot of people. And then one day, uh, this dude came up to him who couldn't see. And he's like, I've done this before. But, but I think Jesus was like, I'm going to do it differently. He spits in the ground. And he gets like, like, like mud pies, stuff you tell your kids to not do. <laughs> Jesus did it. And he goes, go and wash. It offended the church people, the people who were in the religious kind of part, right? But what is the fruit? See, Jesus tells us, um, he tells us in um, 1 John, ready? First uh, 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 John tells us this. Join me. For John came, John the Baptist. He came what? Neither eating nor drinking, because he did not drink wine and he did not eat like real food. He had like grass, grass. Um, what's the word? Grass hoppers and honey. What? That's sad. I mean, when he got to heaven, he was like, God was like, I got you, John. I got you. Here's some wine. Here's some food. And if you're kind of, kind of the person in the room, maybe you, you were raised Baptist. When you get to heaven, I'm sorry, is that okay to say? Hey, Baptist, I'm a Baptist pastor. I already said that. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. No, but if you get to heaven, you're like, Jesus, he comes to you and he's like, wine. And you're like, he's like, you can drink it. I promise. Like, it's okay. I made it. I'm going to drink wine with you, right? Anyway, that's a whole like, different topic. But he didn't come drinking or eating, right? And they say, he's got a demon. And yet, what? Join me. The son of man came eating and drinking. And they say, here is a what? Glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But 
wisdom has proved right by her deeds. Uh, basically, Jesus says, what is the fruit? Check out the fruit of our lives. You, you're not comfortable, you're offended, you're like, they're not doing what we want them to do here. Guess what? The Holy Spirit is free. He's in control. Now, we still do things biblically, okay? But don't put up a wall. Just because you haven't seen it, just because you haven't seen it in your life, doesn't mean it ain't for you. What if God wants you to, to, to be this child to say, teach me. Can you teach me about that? Like, if you, because that dude uh, in, in Bible school who was like, <laughs> I was like, God, whatever he's got, I want that. And I went to this church called Jesus Worldwide. And in the church, like typically like, like women are, 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 are more of the ones who are here before the Lord. And you got the dudes who are like. Oh. In heaven, you ain't going to be like that, I promise you. In heaven, you're going to be like, God, oh my God. You're going to be worshiping, I promise you. You're going to see him. When you see, now, you can be calm and worship God. I'm not saying you always got to be like this because there's times where, where like God does a lot in me when I'm just like super still. Okay, I'm not saying that, but hey, these men in this church, grown men, strong men in their 20s and 30s and 40s. And, and your boy walked in like, I've never seen this before. Men in the church worshiping more uh, than the women, like for like, you know, that I want what they have, God, whatever they got. And I am grateful for, for the Bible because it put in me, God, what God can do before being tainted by disbelief. Before the doubt started to build up, it was like, if God says that he can move that, that mountain, I'm going to believe it until I say, hey, just because you're not seeing it doesn't mean it ain't real. Lean into that. Or you don't have to change your doctrine to fit your experience. Come on, somebody. We sometimes change doctrine to fit your experience. Hold on. What if you got to push in more? What if God wants to teach you more? <sighs> so here is um, my last point. How can we hear God b- better? If we're talking about to hear God, guess what? One, read the word. We talked about this already. Read the Bible. God can, he never like wastes a meal. There's stuff that you have read in here that God can use in 10 years. Even if you were like, I was having a dry time, guess what? Holy Spirit can use that. Two, people. Then I got people who have the green light to speak to me, which is y'all, the church. You guys can come and speak to me. Say, Chris, I think the Lord, and we should do that with humility. We can't be like, God said for you to give me $100. You know, like, all right, come on, bro, right? But just like, if you're walking with the Spirit, if you're reading his word, I want you to speak to me. If you feel like God speak to me, hey, give room for that. Hey, maybe God's saying this, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, you know? Three. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to check this out. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15. Check this out. Ready? A man hath joy. KJV, let's go. By the what? Answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How good is it? Isn't it beautiful to get a good word in good season? Three, your circumstances. How has God been moving? And you need people to speak to that as well. Have people speak and say, Chris, you're not seeing this right here. Look at how God's been moving in your life. And you're like, God's been speaking me through the circumstances. It's how... 
I got confidence to marry my wife because I really wanted God to be like, marry that girl. I really wanted that. Like, God, speak to me. Give me a clear word. But he, he would have for like two years. And then finally, uh, a man of God said, read the circumstances, Chris. Look at how God's been speaking to you through. And like, ah, oh, got it. And then the confidence just went, bing. I was like, yep, she's the one. Four. Four. Ready? What's that word for? Prayer. God speaks through prayer. I don't even got to talk about this one. This is just real. When you pray, God speaks. When you get to that posture where God's listening to you and you're hearing God speak. And five, the Spirit can speak to you. I am about to be done, okay, and we're going to go to lunch. But there's one more word for you. I went to Guatemala, came back to, to, to Dallas, and this girl was standing there who was working for, uh, for the airport. And God spoke to me. He said, go talk to her about me. And I was like, are you sure, man? You got, I stutter. Like, come on. I don't, I'm kind of scared. Like, what am I supposed to do, okay? And your boy got spiritual. God, would you touch her? God, would you bless her? God, would you just minister her and give her some dreams? And he was like, you go do it. And so I was like, all right, babe, I got to go. So I went down there, and I went up to her all, 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 all bold, like, hey, I'm Chris. And she was like, uh, hey. I was like, like, we still in COVID? Okay, cool. I was like, hey, um, God told me to come up and talk to you and he like loves you he's got a purpose for your life and she was just like for real I was like for real she was like um I haven't been walking with God I started off in church but right now the past years like three years or so I have not been walking with the Lord I've been walking uh, for me and I told her this I said look what the devil wants you to believe is this, is that if you've walked away for three years, it's gonna take three years to get back, but that's not how God works. The day is your day to turn around and say, Jesus, I'm here. Today, church, God wants you. If you've wandered for years, you do not have to work your way back. That is not the gospel. The gospel is not about you. It's about a good God, Jesus Christ, who came and gave himself for you. And church in here today, you need the Holy Spirit. We saw in the word that Jesus is giving you this gift, this helper, this teacher, this comfort, this counselor. And if he don't speak, we're lost. We need him to speak to us through the word, through people, through whatever he wants. God can talk through a donkey. He can use anything. Be aware of how he's speaking. Come on, somebody, right? It's in the Bible, by the way. You can read that. Don't read the KJV version of that, but yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. So look, hey, can we all stand together?